Welcome to the Career Wanderlust podcast, your compass for new career horizons. Today, we are talking with Jesse Adler. Jesse has over 20 years of communications and storytelling experience. She started her career handling government communications before working with companies and organizations such as Emergent Biosolutions, Michigan Community Service Commission, and Michigan State University. Jesse is now the Director of Media and Influencer Relations with Platform, a communications agency working with companies at the forefront of innovation. When Jessie is not at her desk, she's traveling the country in her Airstream, hiking and trail running. Very inspiring. I'm really excited to learn more. Jessie, thank you for joining us on the Career Wonderless podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. Could you please tell us a little bit about what you feel has been some of your favorite career advice and why? So I will get into that, but I'm going to back up a little bit to explain why that is my career advice. Okay. So uh, you mentioned that we, you know, I, I kind of live in the live and travel in the airstream. And yeah. uh, a little background: uh, my husband and I, about four years ago, actually longer than that, but four years ago, uh, decided that we were going to leave the corporate lifestyle, work remotely, and travel the country. Yes. And so, which is very unconventional, although it's starting to be more popular, but yeah. this was pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, going back Truly. probably five or six years, we really wanted to do this. And we spent a good couple of years trying to figure out how to make it happen. And so now we do. I, I work remotely and so does he. And so we travel the country six to nine months out of the year Amazing. in doing that, which is really cool. And, and so that leads me into my career advice, which is don't settle. Like. Mm-hmm. For me, it was, you know, I'd worked in government, I'd worked for manufacturing, I'd worked for the state, I'd worked for higher ed. I mean, I'd had all these, what you would consider a corporate job. And you went to an office every day, all day, no exceptions. And that just wasn't the lifestyle that we wanted. And so for me, it became, don't settle with what you have, look towards the future and make sure that, you know, you're what is your dream job or what is your dream lifestyle? Because I wouldn't necessarily say that the job I'm currently in is my dream job, but it affords me to have that dream lifestyle. And, and my employer is so supportive of that. And so I found a company that was fully remote and I spent a year, you know, looking for that right job and I landed it and I've been there four years and have been very happy with it. And and my the clients that I work with are always so excited to find out where I am on any given day and, and to talk about our adventures. And so, you know, I think I spent way too long in jobs that just weren't getting me anywhere. I mean, professionally, yes, but not personally. <laughs> and so, again, going back to that, you know, you figure out what you want to do and, and don't, don't just settle because it works, but really get out there and figure out what your passions are and, and find a job and a lifestyle that works for you. I love this so much. Don't settle. Yes. There are so many opportunities out there, right? Especially in this day and age. I mean, we really live in a in a time that no one before us has had so many opportunities available to them. And No, and we- I, I think that's really important. And COVID did change a lot and people were very much more supportive and understanding of what you what can be done that's not necessarily in a bricks and mortar office. And, and while many companies are requesting employees be back in the office part time, it just 
and that technology has changed so much. So these jobs that were never available to us before are now out there. So yeah, exactly. there's just so many more possibilities. Exactly. And it starts with believing that you that you can have what it is that you want, right? I mean, that, that don't settling. Like you need to know that you can, that you can create that for yourself. You can, you got to first figure out what it is you want. Like you said, get that clarity, know what you want and then, and then create it. It might, it might take a little bit of time, but if you just keep moving steps forward in the right directions of where you want to be, you're going to get there. So I think it's incredibly, incredibly important career advice. Thank you. <laughs> it is. And, and I think as part of that, I just wanted to add that, you know, be willing to take risks. I yes. mean, we weren't sure this was going to work. And so mm-hmm. I think that's the other piece of advice I'd, I'd give somebody is to be willing to take a risk uh, on whatever that looks like, whether that's, you know, asking for a raise, a promotion, jumping into a new career, going yes. back to school, joy, you know, Buying a buying a van and he's an airstream or traveling, deciding to travel the country like it. You know, life's too short. You gotta Life have some too fun short. with it. <laughs> well, look, and it, the the studies show when they talk to people at the end of their lives, they do not regret the things that they did. They regret the things they did not do. So take the risks. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, what about story time? Could you share a story about an impactful event or lesson that happened in your work or career? What happened? What did you learn from it? So this is. The story I'm going to tell is kind of the not the most is definitely not the moment we decided to work remotely, but the moment that sort of changed my whole career trajectory. And I'd been working at Michigan State and the university had gone through a lot of, um, I'm going to say, crisis issues over the last few years that I had been there. A lot of changes within the university, within my department, my role, just because of everything that was going on. And some things needed to happen and change. And and so we were trying to figure out from an organizational structure where my role fit into that organization, simply mm-hmm. because the job I had been doing was did no longer existed. So what was what was going to come next? And Ari and I had my husband had already been talking about doing this remote lifestyle. And so we said, you know what? Let me approach my employer, Michigan State, about whether I could work remotely for them. We already had a couple other team members doing it. Maybe we could do it, too. And unfortunately, that conversation did not go as I planned. You took uh, the I risk. Had, I, I took the risk. Yeah. I took the risk. I, I laid it out on paper. I went in there and I said, here's what I want to do. Here's how it's going to work. Here are the days that I will be in the office. Here are the days I won't be in the office. And it was a flat out no. Mm-hmm. And a um, couple things with that. I mean, they they basically said, well, you you do what you need to do that's best for your family. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, okay well, I'll, I'll think on that. Yeah. And then a couple days later, I went to I went to coffee on campus with one of my colleagues, a, sort of a manager mentor at the time. And it just so happened that and I, I don't drink coffee. I never go to Starbucks. But she, you know, <laughs> her and I just decided to go that day. And on the little chalkboard in that Starbucks, it said, you know, free drinks on us if your name is any variation of Jessica. And I looked (laughs) at that sign and I was like, hey, free drinks. But really, really signified to me was her and I sat down and had a conversation that day about what what was going to happen next for me. Where was my role going to be within the university? (laughs) And that was at the end of 2018. And we figured out a short, you know, we figured out a plan, but I pretty much put her on notice that day in that coffee shop that I was looking to leave Mm -hmm. and that I was going to be finding something. And I think she didn't really 
think I was serious. <laughs> and so I spent, you know, about nine months looking for jobs. And that the day I walked in nine months later and told her I had found a job and I was leaving, she's like, oh, you weren't kidding. You, you really were leaving. And I said, I told you back in that coffee shop yeah. what I was going to do. And, and I did it. I took the risk. I made a change. And so I kind of like go back on that day. And every day that every time I, I posted it on Facebook in your memories, like I had taken a picture of like, hey, bring drinks on us. Yeah. And so every year when that memory pops up for me, it's just a reminder of how much has changed in my life for the last four years. And that fact that I I was willing to put myself out there and make a career change and and stand up for what I believed in, because I think that was most important to me at that time. <laughs> oh, I applaud you. This is a great story. It's it's very inspiring because this is, look, this is this is how it works, right? Like you said, you take the risk. When, when you find out what it is that you need, what it is that you want, what you need to make yourself happy, you ask for it. And when you ask your employer for it, they now have the opportunity to give you what give you what you need or give you a path towards what you need if it's not available to you right now or say no. And at that point, you have the information and you get to choose what you want to do with that information. And it's completely up to you what you do with that choice. And when you know what it is you want and your employer says, no, they can't give it to you, then that's the best time to start looking for something new. <laughs> you know, it, it, it really was. And, and I am so grateful that my employer now fully embraces what I do. And and, you know, she founded the company on the guise of, you know, she a she wanted talent from anywhere. And so understood that, you know, going with a remote format allowed her to do that. Exactly. Um, but also that, you know, it really doesn't matter where where I'm at. I, I get the work done and I'm mm -hmm. available to my clients and it's a it's a good talking point for the clients. Yes. And and so it's, it's just a big difference in, in mentality. And so it's just, it's nice being in a company that fully supports like the whole package of everything. Right. Right. I completely agree. And it's, it's really the smart way to go because as you said, it, you're, you have access to the talent that you need when you're open to that. And, and look, we, we've, we've known that this works for years, you know, like the pandemic just brought everyone up to speed with that knowledge. So, so now, Tell me, could you tell me a little bit more about platform? I mean, what attracted you to the position there? And if you can comment, what do you think has helped serve you in landing your communications positions? So Platform PR is a boutique agency. Most of our clients are in the legal technology, fintech, insurtech, professional services spaces. So in a nutshell, that means we're, we're, it's all B2B. Our clients make the software that other businesses use. For example, like I said legal technology. Mm -hmm. So our our clients make the software, the services that lawyers use in their daily jobs. Mm -hmm. That's that's sort of the the shortcut way of saying. So you get a lot of your you, the B two B tech is really where you're B2B at. B two B tech yeah. is where we mm -hmm. really focus in on, and you know have gotten really good at that. And well known, you know, in the sphere for our our PR work and communications mm -hmm. and marketing work with our clients. Uh, so that's where we focus in on. And, you know, it really takes, a, you know, very smart, dedicated and, you know, passionate people to be in our agency because we are fully remote. And so uh, the only time I see my coworkers is a handful of times a year when we go to industry conferences and support our clients or maybe we'll get together for a retreat or on Zoom calls. And yeah. so you have to trust your coworkers that they're going to get their work done. You have to un know that they've got the knowledge that they need to do the job. And, and we don't expect anybody coming into our agency to know everything there is to know about 
you know, fintech or legal tech. Like we can teach you the industry. Mm-hmm. We need solid PR skills. And yeah. so that's what we look with look at when we're looking to hire is, you know, what's your background? Because we tend to not hire entry level because it is harder to train them when we're remote. Mm-hmm. So we usually look for yeah. a little bit more seasoned professionals, mm-hmm. maybe, f- you know, minimum of five years experience so that you do have a good grasp of PR under your belt before you come to us. And then mm-hmm. we can teach you whatever it is you need to know. I mean, I'm learning something every day, especially, my gosh, technology is changing so quickly right? Yeah. that trying to keep up with our clients some days <laughs> can be a challenge. So yes. I know way more about a lot of things that I ever expected to in my life, whether it's, you know, gen AI or legal research or anything of that nature. Just It's just crazy uh, how things are changing on a daily basis. But right. Isn't that yeah. the beauty of what you do as NPR? Because you work with so many different types of companies. You, you gain this knowledge in all of these different areas. And, and then throughout your career, that really expands. Oh, yeah. It's really interesting. Every PR person I talk to is just a wealth of knowledge on all kinds of different things. (laughs) Oh, isn't that the case? I mean, going back to my legislative days, my my very first job out of college was working for the state legislature. And it was almost like a mini agency because you worked for five or six different senators. They Mm -hmm. each had their passion projects. And so, you know, I learned everything from environmental regulations to telecommunications to I mean, I don't even know. You name it. We, we talked about it and, yeah. and learned about it. And so I, yeah, I always say I know a little bit about like a gazillion things. Yeah. <laughs> and it just carries on, whether it was in manufacturing or higher ed or community service and now, you know, professional service, fintech. Yeah, it's uh, there's there's a lot going on up here yeah. in this brain. <laughs> yeah. It makes me think. I'm curious. Are you good at trivia? <laughs> I am. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good. You're the one to bring it on on certain (laughs) topics, anyways. Yes. (laughs) That's great. So I'm curious is there anything that you have read, watched, or listened to that had a really positive impact on you that could positively impact other people? So I'm going to give you two completely different things on this because one of them was very personal to me and our lifestyle, which was the RV Entrepreneurs podcast. And that was one of the things that my husband and I really started listening to prior to going on the road was um, other RVers who are entrepreneurs or trying mm-hmm. to make a living working full time on the road, covering their expenses. And our good friends of ours started the podcast. And so we listened to that for a good couple of years before yeah. we really made the plunge. And uh, they even had an in-person conference. It was like the RV Entrepreneurs Conference Great. Summit. And so we we went to that. And so that was very inspiring to us uh, to learn about how to how to work remotely and, and what yeah. all that entails. So that's a personal thing. So and even if you're not traveling, I, I think it's still a good podcast, actually, because it just talks about things that you might want to know, even if you're just an entrepreneur of where to get started, you know, your taxes, financing, you know, going solo, working with a team, just there's different resources. So whether you're it. you're doing and being the nomadic lifestyle or you're working at home, I think it's still good. Have you been a guest out of curiosity? I, we have not, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that because we were just talking about that the other day, but that we're, we're hoping to. We've been yeah. guests on other RV shows as Podcast, well, yeah. but not specifically that one. And then the other one that I wanted to share, and this is going to be really silly, but I'm a huge Disney fan. I've been a Disney, Disney fan since my parents first took me at like two years old. 
And there's two books out there. One is called Dream It, Do It. And the other one is One Little Spark. And they were written by one of the Disney Imagineers, Marty Sklar. And he was Walt Disney's like right-hand man for many, Mm -hmm. many years. And and he started actually as a communications person. He wrote like the Disneyland newsletter and he did all of Walt's speech writing. So there's like this PR connection. But then he went on to lead all of the major projects across all the parks and help design the parks. And so he has these two books. Um, Unfortunately, Marty passed away a couple of years ago, but he has these two books that really kind of dig into what it means to be passionate and creative and be a leader. And he wrote this thing called Mickey's Ten Commandments of what it takes to inspire people and take risks and be a leader. And and so I kind of keep those in my heart a little bit about, okay, it may seem really silly, but it's not because all of those things are so applicable to everyday life and and your management style. And so I've tried to emulate a lot of those as a leader of, you know, be the leader that you want to be and, you know, support your team members. And he has a saying of like, there's no, and I'm going to totally butcher this now because I didn't write it down. Um, there's, there's no I in, shoot, it's something related to Disney, but basically it's instead of saying like, I did this, it's like, we did this. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime a new park was opened or a new attraction. And instead of somebody saying, Hey, I created this splash mountain. It was like, no, we created it. And so taking some of those little simple things and applying them to your daily life. And then anyway, so I just, those, I found those books really, they're fun reads, but they're really inspiring, especially if you're a Disney nerd, because you kind of get some behind the oh, scenes I'm excited. Like, stories <laughs> of like how it all came to be. And and how like, don't take no for an answer. And if you have an idea, just run with it. And somebody can always say no, but but you at least have it kind of goes back to that risk thing. Like you still have to try it. Oh, yes, I completely agree. I'm really excited, actually, because I'm a Disney fan as well. I'm a big, big fan. So I'm t- I'm going to check out those books for sure. <laughs> oh, so, OK, before you go, last question, I'm just going to throw this out at you. I'm curious. What is your personal superpower, would you say? So my personal superpower is opening doors and networking. And when I say opening doors, I literally and figuratively mean opening doors. Okay, tell me more. I am not afraid to go up to a door and see if it'll open. And and I've used that in many, you know, both literally and figuratively in terms of like asking people for help, you know, calling on them for whatever it is, networking with them. But but literally in terms of I will wander through a building, let's say I'm touring a capital somewhere and I will just test doors and see if they open. And I have gotten ours myself in some really awesome places because I wasn't afraid to open that door and peek my head in and say hi to whoever might be working at the desk. And and it was, as a result of that, I've had some fascinating conversations with people in like historical places. I've gotten tours of places, just learned more and met some really amazing people because I wasn't afraid to try a door. <laughs> I'm so, so inspired right now. And my <laughs> husband laughs at me and he's like, I'm not going to be with you when you do this. And I'm like, but but look, I mean, I got us on the on the, the rostrum of the Minnesota State Capitol because I opened I just opened the door to the chamber and there was some guy standing there and we struck up a conversation told him who I was that I used to work at Michigan's Capitol and he's like come on in let me show you around and 
And I've done this in many places. So this is thing. And and so from the networking perspective of that, I mean, it's allowed me to just, I'm very outgoing and I have no problems doing that. But my husband jokes that I know some, he, you could drop me in the jungle in Africa somewhere and I would know somebody. Like <laughs> I, I know people everywhere because I have a huge network and I'm not afraid to say hi and talk to somebody. And, uh, you know, we were in the middle of, I think it was North Dakota at some little like tourist attraction. I happened to check, sign in on the guest book and said it was from Michigan. And the lady is working the desk said, oh, I have relatives in Michigan. Oh, that's nice. Where are they at? Blah, blah. <laughs> Turns out she went to school with my uncle. So, I mean, there's it's just it's just funny things like that, that yeah. because I'm not afraid to be vocal about who I am and, and my passions and you know, and everything that it's just that whole like networking and getting to do cool experiences because you're not afraid to try things. I th- right. Apparently this entire thing is all about taking risks. I think that's <laughs> what keeps coming back to and it's like, open that door, say open hi to somebody, like be an advocate for yourself and like, and just don't be afraid. Like that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, you just have to, and I think I learned that lesson too late in life. I mean, we spend, you spend your early part of your career, like trying it's to be perfect and getting that next job. And when you're in your twenties, you just want to please everybody. And by the time you get to your thirties and forties, you're like, Forget it. I'm this is all about me now. And I really need to do what's right for me and for my family and, and my passions. And so, yeah, yeah, it's it's taken us on a on a career path that I never would have imagined on a lifestyle I never would have imagined, but one that is so inspiring and, and thrilling. And it's just it's perfect for my husband and I like we just I love, love it. it. I'm 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 fully inspired right now on multiple levels, on multiple levels, not only by your lifestyle, but also. I'm I'm really inspired to go open some doors. I'm not gonna let <laughs> I've never been the person to open a closed door, but now I'm now I'm like, no, let's be curious. What's behind that closed door? What's behind that door? Right. Lucy gave me permission. She says it's totally cool. I, I want to go open those doors. I've yet to get in trouble for it. Yeah. I, I mean, the worst they'll be like, is sorry, ma'am, you're not allowed in here. And I'll yeah. be like, oh, thanks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thought it was the bathroom. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, you know, and I love that it inspires you also, um, you know, the literal inspires you for the figurative. So <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. It, it it's, all, it's all kind of works together. But, it all works together. You know, we, yeah. we, um, you know, this, the traveling nomadic lifestyle is not for everybody. It's not that it doesn't come with its challenges. Um, but when I was telling my boss that I was doing this podcast and she's like, you're going to tell them that you live in a van, right? And like that you travel. <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, we sold the van and we got something a little bit bigger. But yes, you're right. Like we started this whole lifestyle living in a van, which is a little crazy. And now we have a 30 foot Airstream because, you know, when you're living and working full time, you need a little bit of space and, and everything. But yeah, yeah it's uh, I, I hope it can be inspiring for other people who are OK. Maybe not everybody's going to go jump in a van, live down by the river, but <laughs> inspire them to sort of like look at take an introspective look at yourself and and what do you really want out of your career and your life and and make a change if you have to mm-hmm. and and maybe you're perfectly happy where you're at but if you're not or you're just in thinking hey it's time to make a change make a change make i a change yeah this is your one life this is it better better grab it on both hands yeah be happy and, like and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Do the things that you love. The opportunities are out there. You can create it. I think this is the most important message people can hear. So thank you. 
You're Thank welcome. You so it's been it's been a pleasure to share. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you joining us on the Career Wonderlist podcast, Jesse. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Jolie. Thank you for joining us on the Career Wanderlust podcast. If you find value in learning from others, give us a like and subscribe. If you're looking to grow your communications, marketing, public relations, or sales and biz dev team with the best talent and quickly, check us out at paradigmstaffing.com and submit a request. We are wishing you a most successful and fulfilling career. Until next time.